And with that, I say welcome to Geeks with Kids, the internet's number one Star Wars podcast from a parenting point of view. Hi, I'm one of your hosts, Eric, and joining me this week is Hawk. How's it going, Hawk? Not too bad. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. It's a it's Friday. It's a good Friday. You know what? It's even better than a it good is? Friday. It's a great Friday because it's Star it Wars Day, which <laughs> means we're talking about Star Wars Clone Wars, the seventh season, episode eight together again. And like every other episode, it starts with a quote. You can change who you are, but you cannot run from yourself, which is really, really important this uh, this week. So, yeah, let's start with the summary. Ahsoka manages to make a deal with the Pikes, which allow the Martez sisters to temporarily leave Oba Daya to retrieve the spice while she is held hostage. Ahsoka escapes the prison and places explosives all over the Pike facility, where she overhears the Pikes talking to Darth Maul, who is on Mandalore as the head of Crimson Dawn. <gasps> Meanwhile, the Martez sisters steal spice from the Pikes and bring it back to Obadiah, where they learn that Ahsoka is a Jedi. They escape Obadiah by blowing up the Pike facility and are followed back to Coruscant by the three Mandalorians who were previously part of Death Watch. One of the Mandalorians, Bo-Katan, convinces Ahsoka they have a common enemy in Maul, and Ahsoka decides to leave for Mandalore after reconciling with the sisters. The end of the Martez storyline. Four episodes leading straight into the final episodes. So... I think it's very <laughs> telling that this episode is uh, about it's a, changing who yeah, you are, a, but you cannot run from yourself. That's pretty much the theme of Ahsoka's storyline, you know, starting four episodes ago after she had left the um, Jedi Council. Yes. So, you know, there's that running theme of Ahsoka not knowing who she is, especially not telling the Martez sister who she is because of the story about their her par- their parents dying. Yeah, she had no she, idea. And uh, the truth came out this episode. And it, you know what? It didn't. It went the way that we assumed it would go. They were sort of upset that she didn't tell them the truth, but they were happy that she was there, and they came to realize that she's the type of Jedi they want Jedi's to be. She's the i like the ideal of a perfect Jedi to them. Yeah, she's a, well, she's a person they, who's good, who's you know that sticks to her ideals, but isn't brought down by all the bureaucracy and all the you know all of that stuff. That they had dealt with growing up. <laughs> it's because they could see her as a person and not just an ideal, uh, you know, which is all they really knew the Jedi as is uh, do girders and crime fighters and just a, an image in that. Uh, and when they, you know, had their first face to face with the Jedi, it was under the worst circumstances of their life. You know, um, they got to know us, us, who Ahsoka was as a person, the same person we've known all this time in the Clone Wars and that. And it's enough. Mm hmm. Well, also, you know, even Ahsoka, who had been struggling with her, you know, whether she should still use her powers or, you know, what her personal idea of herself is, she came to, you know, terms with the fact that she can live by the Jedi ideas because that's what she is. She's a good person. And that's what Jedi's, you know, hope they could be. They could just be that idealistic good person that does good things. For people. Sure. Um, uh, this episode did give her a little more breathing room in that, you know, with her last, her little gambit in that to free the Martez sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was more free to use her powers in that. She's never been afraid of the powers in that, but she's, you know, she's all, mostly she's always been afraid of like the wrong people finding out mm-hmm. or even the right people finding out at this point. I think it was really telling um, by, by the writers 
that they had Rafa tell her that she wants that Ahsoka acts how the way she hoped Jedi's would act. Um, And I think that that really pushes her towards being that gray Jedi, the one that's not bogged down by the light in the dark. She does what's right. Um, And that also pushes her towards the Mandalorians and helping them because they're the people who need her help the most. The Martez sisters will be fine. Her path is unfolded. Yeah. What did you think of Crimson Dawn and Maul appearing in this episode? Oh, that was a highlight. Oh, yeah. Uh, It it was first intimated in the, you know, by the, the, the Pike leader uh, that he had, you know, he had a debt hanging over his head to the person he didn't want to have a debt hang, hanging over. Yeah. We weren't sure if uh, Maul was still part of Crimson Dawn. We couldn't quite remember, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, he definitely he's definitely the leader of Crimson Dawn at this time. Oh, in a big way. And uh, then we we hear the voice. Ahsoka hears the voice and she knows it instantly. And then we see the hologram, the transmission from Mandalore. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's and, amazing because and, you know, surprising for fans, because the last time we saw Maul, uh, Sidious had just killed Savage Opress and he had captured Maul saying, I have other uses for you. And I know for those that didn't read the comic books, um, uh, there were some Canon comics released just before Disney bought, um, star Wars and the events that freed Maul from Palpatine's clutches. This is from slash films happened in a four issue comic book series from dark, dark horse comics. It was, um, based on four unproduced episodes of the clone wars. And you can read it on Marvel Unlimited. <laughs> so the comic um, basically had Maul as bait for Sidious to capture or kill Mother Talzin, and it worked. Sidious didn't count on Mandalorian Death Watch commandos loyal to Maul showing up and helping whisk him away in Mandalorian Gauntlet Starfighter. Mm-hmm. Helping whisk him away. Yeah. It's similar to one he used throughout Star Wars Rebels as well and was eventually claimed by Ezra Bridger. So that's sort of cool. So I never that, read that these. Be, I, I would really like to read them. So. I noticed that the Mandalorian ship looks a lot like the scimitar he used. Uh, mm-hmm. In yeah, actually, yeah. in the well, first movie, in the, in the yeah. Phantom Menace, he used that ship, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, this one had a moving uh, center part, right? <laughs> you yes. see it when they left off, lift off, and you see it in in Rebels too, which is really cool. Um, yeah. Let's see. Any other fun things you liked about this episode? Uh, seeing basically, hmm, there was a nice little homage to uh, uh, episode four and that with uh, Ahsoka mm-hmm. sneaking around the Pike plant. You know, Jedi's are amazing at sneaking around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Um, I thought the fight on um the landing platform with the Martez sisters was really yeah. great. I, I thought it was really I- good to, them coming together. I like how um Rafa, not Rafa, is it Rafa? It was Rafa, yeah. She, yeah okay. Sorry, she, I was thinking Star Trek Picard, and I was like, no, that's not right, is it? I liked how Rafa was like, well, no, we're going to do this because we're going to show up Ahsoka. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, that's great. That's great. I, I really I, came to like her as this episode. Um, you know, I know. When you see her fighting in that, uh, and you know, she's a, it's a bigger opponent. It's almost an undefeatable opponent, but she managed to use her wits in that. It's the first time like I'm watching these two sisters, I realized and I, at some point, I bet they're going to be a part of the rebellion. Mm. I never thought about that, but yeah, I could see them. They could. They definitely have the spirit of the rebels. Um, maybe we'll see them later in the season. Who knows? 
Uh, I like that we saw Tungs from the Tunes system. Um, we hadn't seen those uh, since episode one uh, in the pod race. Uh, ben Quadraneros is that race. So it was funny seeing them as the little dock loaders people. <laughs> I know they were pretty funny. To, I know it's one of the things I love about this. The Clone Wars is that they just, you know, everything from the sandbox goes into yeah. an episode. Yeah, they definitely keep bringing back different species, which is nice. That was one of the things I had issues with in the sequel trilogy. They had a lot of new species, but they didn't bring mm-hmm. anything back. Um, even in the prequels, they would bring some species back. They wouldn't be the main focus, but you'd be like, see, this is a universe that we'd seen these uh, you know, people before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know it, it, it made the it made the 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 sequels to the sequels feel a little emptier in that because you didn't get to those all those little random ones and that like the hammerheads. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so as a final question, the episode was called "Together Again." What do you think that title meant? <sighs> well, hmm. it's a it's a big question. It's a big question. Uh, because really, it was a parting of the ways in that with Ahsoka and the Martez sisters and that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was it was good parting, you know, because you know they had known they knew the truth about her and they accepted her for who she was because she showed them exactly the kind of person that she was, and hmm. it didn't matter that she was a part of the Jedi Order. Yeah, they were. Sure. I love that little line that when they did find out the truth in that, and she said, "I left the order." You can do that. Yeah, because <laughs> you don't. Know, you don't know. Who knows? I think um, together again means um, it means Ahsoka's back together with her with her being right. She she knows who she is at this point. She she knows that she can be a Jedi. She can use her powers. People won't judge her as long as she does the right thing. I think that's what together again means. Um, yeah. So maybe we'll throw this out to our listeners. What do you think of this episode? What did you think of the title together again? What do you think that means to this character, to this series? Once you send us a note on email or through social media, we are everywhere. Thank you, Hawk, for coming on and finishing this Martez sisters storyline with me. Thank you for having me on. Four uh, more episodes to go, which is crazy. And hopefully that means we get to see the actual. Jedi, you know, Anakin and Obi-Wan show up because I feel like that needs to happen sooner rather than later. Well, I'm hoping like a big four episode arc involving pretty much everybody in that. They can just make the last four episodes full one hour episodes and I'll be happy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, for Geeks with Kids, I'm Eric. I'm Michael. Have a good one. Goodbye. Bye. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidstn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.